Welcome to the Games in Schools and Libraries podcast. I'm Donald Dennis, and you can find me wandering through the wilds of the internet as Walsfio. Uh, and also, occasionally, I tweet as Onboard Games. The Games in Schools and Libraries podcast is hosted by Inverse Genius in association with the Georgetown County Library System. So run over to Inverse Genius and find out more about all of our delicious geekery. But enough about that. Today I am here with a friend of Inverse Genius as a whole and the Games and Schools and Libraries podcast in particular, Nate. Nate, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. So you've been had on before previously, correct? Uh, on Games and Schools and Libraries, no. I've been on uh, some of your other shows, but not GSL. And so first time... This will have to be a recurring thing because we've talked at conventions about having you on before and then time passed. Mm -hmm. So speaking of talking to at conventions, uh, Nate, where can people find you on the internet and whom are you with these days? Oh, I'm with Gigamic World, G-I-G-A-M-I-C World. Uh, And (laughs) where can you find us? Well, uh, that's that's kind of what we're talking about today. But uh, on the web, you'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram in those. And one of the things we do on our social media is we post lots of puzzles. So uh, you'll have something to do when you get there that's more than just a, a box shot. Right. So we have a reason to keep going back and seeing what Gigamic World has to offer. Mm hmm. And so wonderful. Uh, we have reviewed some of the Gigamic games previously. And uh, so I may remember even to put some of those links in the show notes. Yep. We and are best known for Quarto and Corridor, the wooden abstract games. Catamino, the wooden block puzzle game. And uh, we also have a large family casual line such as Yogi, which has you bending into lots of weird and kind of uncomfortable positions using cards. And that's by our friend Bez. We like mm-hmm. Bez. And I have a copy of that actually to review, so we will be talking about that on a future episode since I try not to give real reviews when we have the publisher here. Um, but uh, also, we we have Corridor showed up. Some patron donated it to the library, mm-hmm. and the, the kids love it. And of course, it's one of those beautiful, wonderful wooden pieces games that uh, is going to last forever, and it's perfect for libraries and public use. Yes. They have a very lasting quality to them. So, hooray! Yay! (laughs) Now, we've talked about quite a bit in the past, but what would you like to start talking about today? Well, uh, I'm doing a little bit of a Western U.S. tour for the rest of the year. I'm starting off uh, leaving Seattle at the end of June and uh, heading through to Indianapolis across the northwest U.S., so I'll be stopping in uh, Montana and North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, all the way down to Indiana, where I'm going to be for most of the month of uh, uh, July and August. Uh, We're going to be working the uh, uh, big Gen Con convention in Indianapolis. And also, uh, we're working on a presence at the Indiana State Fair, which is Ooh. also tangent to uh, my, my appearance on here. I'm going to explain a little bit more about the, the library tie-in in a second. <clears throat> if following uh, Indiana, we'll probably do a, a little hook back up north, get into Iowa a bit, then down to Missouri, looking at putting uh, stops in Oklahoma, Texas, uh, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, California, probably even Nevada, Utah, Oregon, all on the route. Uh, 
just because there's uh, you know a whole lot of people to, to reach out there. And uh, we're looking at doing a lot of stuff specifically in schools and libraries along the way. Uh, we are bringing along with us giant versions of our abstract games. We're talking like card table size versions of our games, all wood and, uh, you know, absolutely beautiful to look at and just really great showpieces that, uh, you know, to, to show off to your, your users, be they students, library attendees, whatnot. And the right, reason right, right. that uh, we're, we're doing the tour this way is uh, because there's, uh, th- there's really a need across the entire industry to do a lot more community outreach. Uh, you, one of the things about uh, certainly the hobby side of the business is uh, a lot of the, the stores and the customers and such tend to be fairly insular you know, and, and working within their community. And we do, don't do a whole lot to reach outside of our space to, uh, you know, get new players. And right, so, right, right. you know, supporting low library programs, after school programs, that sort of thing where, where you're going to be showing it off to new people. We want to give them, you know, really cool, superlative, spectacular experiences. And, uh, you know, they, not everybody can always make it out of their own spaces to go to the next Gen Con, uh, you know, and sometimes you don't have a local uh, game retailer or sometimes the game retailer you have isn't a particularly great shop to go to. Well, we won't say a whole lot about that. But, uh, you know, you, you want to have a very welcoming open space and you want to have some, you know, titles that are accessible to everybody. And one thing that we do very, very well is we, we basically produce games that have short teaching times, uh, relatively fast playing times so that they're, they're very accessible to a broad audience of people. Yep. 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 In fact, that's one of the reasons that, uh, when you get games that seem to sort of reach out beyond the hobby, I get so excited, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even though today we wouldn't necessarily consider, consider settlers a, Hey, this is a great way to bring people in the hobby back in the nineties. It was yeah, right. Because it, it was so much better was. than monopoly. Right. Yep. And, and I think that it's nice to get away from the, Hey, we're going to parasite off of other sales that are happening within the industry. And we're going to bring new people into the industry. And, a lot of uh, the Jigamic games sort of uh, act as wonderful. Uh, Scott Nicholson used the term bait games because they are attractive, <laughs> they are fast, and people are interested in them when they see them uh, without going, ooh, what are all these cubes you're just plainly pushing around the table? It's more of a, oh, what are you doing with these beautiful, beautiful pieces? Mm. Yeah, well, and it's also, for, for us, it's really just sort of make, generating awareness of the, the breadth of what's available out there. And, uh, in a lot of ways, most people's uh, awareness of the entire board game industry is, you know, the, the titles that have had so much longevity and play over the years. So when they're talking about the Monopolies, the Jengas, the, you know, Risk, uh, you know, Parcheesi, these are things that have just been around for ages and ages, and people have taught them to each other over and over and over. And the companies behind them also have substantial marketing budgets. And then you're talking about these smaller smaller games. You know, and uh, Jigamic is not uh, a tiny company, but it doesn't have the budget to do a nationwide television advertising campaign across the U.S. And so, therefore, there's no realistic way for uh, 
a lot of smaller companies to reach uh, you know end users and social media, which has long been uh, you know a, a, a channel for people to try and well not long I should say it's been a channel for people to try and reach new people. They're increasingly uh, preventing. Uh, pages from going out and talking to users, even ones that like their page, because they they thrive off of advertising dollars. And if you aren't paying them for advertising, uh, you aren't able to talk to anybody. So <laughs> right, yeah. On the internet, you're either being uh, bought or you're being sold, yeah. or you're paying someone something. And uh, the, it's a transactional economy completely. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing is, is that we need to support these uh, community centers such as schools and libraries that are bringing people into play because that's, that's the future growth of the hobby, you know, is that we need to uh, be able to support these people who are coming together, collecting the groups who will then eventually go out and become the word of mouth that enables us to uh, to spread and reach new people. You know, it's it's just an essential part of the ecosystem is we have to work together uh, collectively and find find those that mutual interest and uh, leverage that to, to build ourselves. So it's like I want to grow your library group. I want to help attract people there. So I'm going to be bringing these giant things out. I'm going to be doing some promotion in advance. Uh, to other local channels, letting them know that this is going to be going on at the library because mm -hmm. I want to drive people in there to your library playing these games, hopefully attaching to the group and coming back over and over, you know, and, and uh, you know, playing more games with you. And then I, if I talk to you and say, hey, we've got something new coming out, you might be able to share that message with your, your visitors if you think it's appropriate. And I'm really grateful to have games in schools and libraries as a channel to do that. Uh, and I've had some very tremendous response. Uh, you, you did me a favor of just sending out a little tickler uh, last week, letting people know that I was looking to do this tour, and I've already had multiple responses, and they're still coming in uh, from from various libraries and such uh, all across my route. And well, I guess I guess we need to get down to the to that part of the business. Then, if somebody's really excited and they're in one of these states that will be listed in the show notes, because I'll make you provide them to me, <laughs> uh, and and specifically which cities you think you will be in, so that they can say, "Oh, I'm eight hours away from there." Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, right right now, a whole lot of the tour is really uh, sort of in the development process. So I, I don't have very specific dates, and I'm trying to get more information to do the planning. So I would love to hear from you about here's where you are uh, and what you're doing uh, regardless, because that helps me set up my map. I, guess I, may, I may be doing all sorts of you know weird side tours all the same, uh, to, to reach people. Uh, but my email address is marketing-usa at gigamic.com, G-I-G-A-M-I-C.com. And that'll be in the show notes, so you don't have to worry about writing it down here. Uh, yep. But yeah, you, you just drop me an email directly, you know, send me uh, information about the program that you're doing, where you're at, a couple photos of your space doesn't hurt. And, uh, you know, I may be writing some stuff back. And, uh, yeah, I have no idea what the response is going to be. So if it takes me a little bit, get back to you, you know, please, <laughs> please <laughs> don't be worry. Yep. You know, I will respond to everybody because I, I do want to talk to you. And, uh, 
yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully things line up that I will be able to visit your your school or library if the if the demand doesn't crush me. But this may not be the last tour that I do, you know, because next maybe, year it's the East Coast, so you'll come out to South Carolina. Yeah, that, that's certainly yeah. Uh, you know a lot of it's going to depend on how this one goes. You know, seeing how the the budgets line up and everything. But uh, I. I my my instinct here is that this is going to be you know a fairly successful uh, program for us. We've heard I've heard from uh, other publishers, actually uh, friends in the industry who have done similar sort of initiatives, and they say that they've been extremely successful for them when they've gone down to the very local level, uh, because more and more when it comes to getting the word out about who you are and what you do. You kind of need to get in front of somebody and talk in their face, <laughs> right? right, right. You know, because you can't can't uh, plan on you know any other sort of advertising reaching the appropriate eyeballs. And speaking of what you do, there's not going to be a huge table of stuff for people to purchase there. This is is community outreach at its at its most basic. Absolutely, where, where you're showing off and you're providing a you know, a free service to get exposure for all of your fine products and then people can see it and then maybe they'll decide, maybe the libraries will decide, hey, you know what we need is a copy of it for our library and Mm -hmm. you can point them at the right distributor or help them otherwise. Yes. But that's not what this is about. This is about, um, for you on your side, it's about just sort of spreading the word of, hey, uh, there's all kinds of cool games from us and from the library's point of view, it's a an afternoon of, or evening, or, you know, depending on when you'll be there, of here's an activity that is different or unusual, and you might find of use. And and I would, I'd really like our listeners to let me know, first of all, um, uh, head over to the Games and Schools and Libraries Facebook group or Inverse Genius where we'll post this, and let me know what you think about this kind of program. Is it something that you are comfortable with? bringing to your patrons because if it was in the area we have brought in publishers to show off games at ShushCon and at our other activities so i think it's great and i expect you do too um from um, to our listeners i know mate nate i think you think it's great because it's your great idea but well, here's here's more to the point is yeah. that i'm bringing the giant versions of the games because they photograph Ooh. well and I'm going to be reaching out to your local media beforehand to let them know that I've got this going on at the library because everybody wants to drive traffic to the library, you know, and they, they want to find these, these fun programs that are, you know, out of, out of the ordinary that will get people into those community spaces. So, you know, I think that local, local newspapers and bloggers and television stations, whatnot, you know, they want those fun visuals, those extraordinary visuals saying, hey, look what's happening here. This is really, really cool. You should come out for this. Absolutely. And I have found uh, the newspapers to be very receptive to press releases or contact of that sort. So, But yeah, uh, listeners, please let me know, librarians or teachers alike. And if you are like working at a university over the summer or you're a school librarian or something like that, and you do have activities going on, this is open for you as well. It's not just libraries, uh, but that's sort of, we know libraries do a lot of summer reading programs and that's sort of why we brought Nate on today, but that doesn't mean it's exclusive to them. That's right. Okay, so uh, I imagine basically you'll have all your big games set up. You'll be there for how long do you think each event will be, or will it just depend on what uh, the time in the library have? Yeah, it, it kind of depends on the overall demand. 
and how many other events I may have lining up in advance. For my first leg here going across the Northwest, unfortunately, my events have to stay fairly short because I've got a whole lot of road time to clear mm -hmm. and a fairly short time of, a period of time to do that because I need to be in Fort Wayne, uh, you know, somewhere between the 10th and 13th, and then I'm working some events in Fort Wayne during that week and then I'm getting ready for Gen Con. Uh, so, yes. you know, it's, it's going to be kind of, kind of a mad tear across the Northwest. It might be something that I'll repeat depending on uh, what things are looking like. If I can't hit everything I want to hit, uh, the first time around. But yeah, like I said, this is, uh, this is largely a, uh, a plan in progress. And the more I hear from, uh, all of you out there, the better it's going to help me assemble things. And also, you know, I, I have to justify things to my superiors in terms of here's what needs to be done. So the more responses I get from people, the better able I am to, uh, you know, allocate uh, time and budget to make things happen. Right. And mini cons and stuff are all the rage these days at libraries. So if you've got something going on during this period, you know, bring that to Nate's attention. When you email them, if you've got actually got something that you know it's going to have people in the door already, that might be something to mention. Yep. I think we've covered the great Jigamic road trip uh, pretty thoroughly. Is, is there anything else libraries like you'd like to chat about? Well, I, I think that this is sort of the beginning to uh, an extended series, because once I hear back from people and actually plot things in, then, uh, you know, maybe we'll be doing a, you know, sort of recurring segment here where we can come back in, talk about the road trip and also get a little input from, uh, you know, teachers, librarians, whatnot on the programs that they're doing effectively and, uh, you know, do, do a bit of groupthink in the process. But yeah, that would be great. Let us know what you would like to see from publishers because we have a publisher right here on the show today. Yeah. Yeah, but the you know I want to turn this into a segment where we're we're all just sort of helping each other out, you know, where I'm trying to build some awareness, you know, of of our stuff, but I also want to build awareness of you and things that you are doing in the process. And the more that we can share that out to the the group on a whole and collaborate on effective programs, the more it benefits everybody. Great. Nate, if you could give us one more time all of your bona fides about where you could be found yourself or uh, your wonderful company and how they can contact you one last time for the roadshow. <laughs> well, uh, in, in terms of finding me myself physically pretty soon, it's going to be very hard unless I'm coming to uh, your space. Uh, but we'll, we'll have a, a map and an ongoing you know, travel post uh, on our social media, which would be Jigamic World, G-I-G-A-M-I-C World, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and then online at en.jigamic.com. That's our English website. Wonderful. Thanks again for coming on. I appreciate you thinking of such a novel way to sort of reach out to librarians, and, uh, and hopefully we can help each other out. Yeah. You're cool people. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Donald Dennis, and you have been listening to Games in Schools and Libraries. The Games in Schools and Libraries podcast is produced by Inverse Genius in association with the Georgetown County Library System. You can head over to inversegenius.com and find out all of our other fine, fine podcasts, including on board games, on role playing games, on minis games, the Inverse Genius podcast, and the Room Escape Divas. If you would like to be on the show, please contact me and let me know what you like to chat about. We still have room in our schedule, and we'd love to hear from you. 
So I'm Donald Dennis. And I'm Nate Scheidler. And you've been listening to Games in Schools and Libraries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>